Welcome to What's the Matter with Me, Season 3, Episode 5, Matrix of Domination. Coming up, we analyze our place in society and try to think relationally and not comparatively. And I exercise my right to be uninspiring. My name is John. I'm 39 years old, husband and father of two small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster, and I have multiple sclerosis, so I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. What's the Matter With Me is an MS podcast, and it's also about other things. Past episodes can be downloaded on Apple Podcasts from what's the matter with me.org or wherever you get it. I'm not a medical professional. Don't take this for medical advice. If you need medical advice, ask your healthcare provider. always have to do that I always have to tell you call your doctor anyway shout outs to Mary and David shout outs to people who contacted me saying that was a powerful episode I almost cried I understand that I have almost cried before please though don't cry to this That's right, email me john at hoppinworld.com. I'll give you a shout out. Recap, last episode I was talking about Sacramento, the scooter, um, and 2666 and some new music I made. I almost don't have a lot to say. I mean, a lot has happened in the last few weeks. Uh, You know, I decided to get a scooter last episode. I went to the scooter store. I tried on a few scooters and I kind of was like, I'm not sure. And I left and then I just got less and less sure. But something is coming up in the next a month or so gonna allow me to decide no more about scooters because I really don't know very much right now I just kind of have the salesman's word and I wish I knew more because buying a scooter some people pointed out to me I'm not going to get to do twice you know I got to get it right And that kind of freaks me out and it's making it so I can't pull the trigger because I'm like, oh, it's so important. I have to get it right. But in a month, in a month, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be an MC. I'm going to be the MC. I mean, forget about an MC. I'm, I'm the MC. My buddy Charles is coming with me. But come on, Charles is riding my coattails. Let me be honest. 
gotta take a break there before I bag on Charles too hard. But anyway, we're gonna do the Silicon Valley Walk MS that's happening on May 4th, one day before Cinco de Mayo. So it's like the mellowest day ever in San Jose because it's gonna pop off after that, right? Cinco de Mayo. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there, but I'm going to be emceeing the Walk MS on Sunday, May 4th in uh, San Jose, right next to the arena in the park. My idea about that is that I'll see a lot of people with MS and I'll get a lot of ideas about what kind of scooter to get. So I kind of think it's silly to go out and drop like it's almost 2000 bucks on a scooter and not kind of see it all in motion and get feedback from people. But I also am like, am I just being a chicken? Maybe, maybe I am scared of getting a scooter. I'm scared that I'll become like, you know, that I'll become a vegetable and you can bury me in the ground. I don't know. Like, it's fear of death, I think. I guess. I don't know. Fear of something. I have a lot of fear. I'm afraid to get a scooter. It means I'll be something. There's probably something to that. My fear is that I'll get a scooter and in so doing... I'll like turn into something awful, you know, which is really, I think probably myself being afraid of my own disability and beating myself up about it. I should just uh, accept reality and realize that a scooter is going to really help me. Interesting. This kind of leads into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I, I, I thought about the lens of gender, race, and class and about ableism. You know, people talk about that. Oh, someone is discriminating um, against another person based on their level of ability. And that is definitely a thing I can tell you as a person with the declining ability to walk, for example. Even though all that's declined is my ability to go on a long walk. People treat me like I'm somehow deficient. Which I guess I am if we're at a walkathon. But I think I will make a great MC for the MS walk. Talk about it. I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be positive and powerful and awesome. I think anytime you get like a group of people together, well, then I started thinking about that race, gender, and class, and I started thinking about ability, you know, and it it, it brought me to something. My, my therapist went to Austria to film the Special Olympics last year. In the spring of last year, Special Olympics was in Vienna. And we talked about the deserts of Austria. Even though I don't really know anything about it. I know they're supposed to have really good dessert. 
And I kind of was like lusting after. I was like, oh, you can eat dessert when you go there. If I go to Austria, I'm going to dessert. Funny, my um, I use a, a kind of swipe touch assistant typing. And it thought I said des- deserts. The deserts of Austria. But I wonder about if there are deserts in Austria. Maybe I'll get back to you. All right, I, I checked that out. There are not deserts in Austria. There's the River Danube and a bunch of Alps. So that's what's going on, mountains and rivers. So when my therapist came back from Austria, he said he had a realization that disability affects all people regardless of sex, class, or race. And disability is complicated because I'm having trouble with disability and I'm an American white male. So I have definitely a certain amount of privilege that goes along with the experience of being disabled by multiple sclerosis. What can I do about that? And I went searching about race, class, and gender is going to help me. This is from the University of Albany's website talking about race, gender, and class analysis. It says, uh, it invites us to distinguish between thinking comparatively and thinking relationally. People think comparatively when they learn about experiences other than their own and begin comparing and contrasting those experiences. It's a step beyond centering one's own thinking on a single group, typically your own. Relational thinking involves seeing the inner relationships among diverse group experiences. And when you think relationally, you see the social structures that simultaneously generate unique group histories and link them together in society. Everyone has a race. Everyone has a gender. Everyone has a class. We can compare our position in that lens. We all have those three things. We're all at a different level. But also we all have ability. That's what I realized. We all have some level of ability. And and um, so I had to to turn to this kind of analysis thinking relationally you untangle the working of social systems that shape the experiences of different people and groups and you move beyond just comparing gender oppression with race oppression or the oppression of gays and lesbians with that of racial groups when you recognize systems of power that mark different groups' experiences, you possess the conceptual apparatus to think about changing the system, not just documenting the effects of the system on people. Now that's interesting. It's like a way to analyze this complex machine. What is that term they use? I love it. 
Because of their simultaneity in people's lives, we advocate using the approach of a matrix of domination to analyze race, class, and gender as different but interrelated axes of social structure. We all can plot ourselves along these different axes and it creates like a different social mechanism, social creature in each person. Wow, that was hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You guys are geniuses if you listen to all that. Anyway, that's true. I mean, we're all kind of trapped in a matrix of domination. But hey, culture changes. Not every, it's not you're trapped in glass. It's true. You can change culture. Back in episode 13, 14, and 15, way back, I had a lot of problems with people parking in the handicapped space. I'm trying to drop my kids off and people would park there like using it as a five minute space or something. And I had a lot of problems, but I talked to people. I got help in the organization and I kept at it. You know, it kept showing up in episode after episode. I try and drop my kid off. Someone's in the space using it as a convenience, you know, and for me, it's like I need access. So, but I stuck with it and I haven't had anyone park in this space for a long time. And the one time it did happen, I saw another parent who I'd been going to the center with for a long time. Stop by and tell him, hey, this isn't for people that just park here. This is the handicapped space. Someone backed me up. So the culture changed. That is a cool thing. You can do that. So stick with it. We can't change culture. Thank you for listening to What's the Matter with Me podcast. Season 3, Episode 5, Matrix of Domination. Find other episodes at Apple Podcasts. What's the matter with me.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The worldwide universal sponsor Hoppin' Hot Sauce is a movement. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. Hoppin' Hot Sauce is a movement. Get with it, hoppinhotsauce.com. Thank you for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast, season three, episode five, Matrix of Domination.